It's the Sagabit Swinging Report Show. Get ready for Saga news and commentary with your hosts, George and Barry. Hello and welcome to the 46th episode of the Swinging Report Show. I'm George and Barry's absent with us today. He was uh, sick and we had to put him in bed. But uh, we have uh, Jason. Hello. And uh, Knuckles. Hi. From the Sonic Talk show. As you can tell, Knuckles is angry with me because I'm late, I think. Are you angry with me, Knuckles? I'm never angry with you, George. Okay. All right. Angrier than... I work a late shift, so this is still early for me. There you go. So, okay, so nobody's mad, thankfully. Um, actually, uh, that it's actually I was actually late because it was my brother's graduation, and they wanted to go to dinner afterwards. But I would have been Whoa. here. So yeah, Your that's what I was doing. Late. Yeah, it's just high school, but he I had to be there, I guess, or it would be weird. Yeah. Hey, you know, people people can drop out of high school. So. Yeah, but it would have been weird if I'm like, no, I'm sorry, I can't show up. He's like, what are you doing? I'm talking about Sonic on a podcast. He'll understand. Oh, wait a minute, are are you recording or should I? Yeah, yeah, I'm recording. I'm recording. I got it. Okay, cool. But yeah, so I went to the graduation. You got it. I got it. I got this down. I have to do it. Barry doesn't want to do it. <laughs> All right, okay. no problem. So yeah, that's what I was doing. That was what I was doing. That's why I was late. Jason, what have you uh, uh, what have you been up to, and what have you been playing? That's what we do. Well, obviously, the last thing we did was go to E3 and check out all the new uh, future games, like Sega games like Sonic Lost World and uh, Company of Heroes 2 and uh, Castle of Illusion and all that stuff. Uh, as far as gaming at home, I've just been playing uh, The Last of Us. I'm not too far in because I've been really, really busy, and my PS3 is starting to overheat again. I think I think it might be time to get a... Newer model. I still have a launch, sixty gigabyte. It would have been. It would have been nice if they uh, had that. What happened, Knuckles? I said you're over. You're overworking your PS3, man. Are you kidding? I have it on for like two or three hours at the most a day. You're overworking it. It's an old. It's an old piece of hardware. It needs I'm not. Work, I'm not overworking it. As soon as, as soon as the uh, fan starts to get you, to get hot and low, I turn it off. Morning. Have you been giving it soups in the mornings? Giving it what? Soups in the morning. Soup. No. Yeah, it's like an old lady now. You have to you have to take good care of it. You got it. Time to put it away. Try to put time to put it down. The, I think, no, yeah, I think it is. I think it's time to get a newer model. Your PS3 is crying right to now. The PS2 backwards compatibility. And I've been playing uh, the new Super Luigi U, which is a uh, add-on DLC to Super Mario Brothers uh, U, and that is actually pretty awesome. It's a very, very tough, How very much challenging, but it's it was twenty bucks. Okay. There's eighty levels, and they're all like in short bites. You have to get through the, each level in hundred seconds. But because they're such short bites, uh, the challenge kind of makes it rewarding because it's it's challenging, but you know you can get through it if you try it like one or two more times. So it's kind of like a, uh, I guess a Luigi version of like Super Meat Boy, where you you're basically really short levels, but they're really hard. Yeah, not as not as short as uh, Super Meat Boy, and not quite as challenging, but still really pretty tough. Okay. But yeah, that, that's a good comparison, I think. 
So they, they played that game. It's, they're like, oh, it's definitely the toughest uh, Super Mario Brothers since the Japanese Super Mario Brothers 2. Well, I'm glad. Luigi's always it's it's kind of weird if you think about it. The Mario game is pretty easy, but then the Luigi, the silly brother, gets the most serious game. Yeah. Kind of, I kind of feel bad for Luigi. So kind of makes Luigi look tough because also when you play the regular Mario game, if you die five times in a row, Luigi's comes in and asks if he can take over, and uh, and the uh, computer as Luigi takes over for you and finishes the level for you if you want him to. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, so Luigi. do you think it was worth twenty dollars so far? Yeah, yeah, easily. I mean, there's because uh, that, that is kind of a lot for DLC. Well, yeah. Well, they're also uh, making it its own. Uh, Disc in, in uh, yeah standalone disc in August for thirty bucks and even at thirty bucks I think it's worth it. How much do you think they're gonna print of it? I don't know. I'm you know what I might actually buy it on disc as well just to have a kind of a, my own you know collector's copy because I have a feeling it's gonna be low print. I'm surprised you buy stuff on uh, eShop. I've hear I just hear that a lot of bad things about the way Nintendo runs the I, shop. I don't buy as much digital as okay. say Alex or uh, GX does, but. I, mo- I mostly buy the smaller games. Okay, so yeah, that's fine. But I always thought uh, people always say that like I guess you can't transfer your games or something. You have to pay to play your Wii game, uh, the Wii uh, v- uh, eShop games. Is that uh, true? Yeah, when you transfer, to... you have to pay to uh, tra- to uh, get the Wii transfer from sister this virtual console games. A oh, virtual console Wii... games, yeah, a little bit. They, but not much. Uh, like. Uh... If you already have a, that game on your Wii, dollar. it costs like a dollar fifty or something to put it on a Wii U. And really, it's just more convenience. I mean, it's still on your hard drive. You could still play it on the Wii U. Okay. But it's more of a convenience thing. I, 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 I've gotten my my Super Metroid, so I'm good. Fuck all those other games. Except for Ristar. Ristar needs a Wii U game. So, uh, Knuckles, uh, now it's your turn. What have you been up to this week, and what have you been playing? Uh, well, uh, well, right now I'm looking at creepy Mario pictures. Well, it's kind of disturbing. So you just put creepy Mario? And a bunch of creepy Mario. There's like Mario <laughs> being chased by a smiley face. There's really, really muscular Mario. I think he's kind of gay, but... You know. Do you, how many dicks have popped up? I'm assuming that Mario has a huge gay band fan base. Oh, no, there's, there's no, there's no dicks. Um, let, let me check. Uh, yeah, no dicks, but there is one realistic Mario that is very disturbing. <laughs> oh, that's made the rounds all the time. I can't yeah. believe you haven't seen that. Yeah, one but this actually has with a bunch of other Mario pictures, as well as that Mario from that shitty uh, Mario movie. Oh, I'm Bob sure. Hoskins. Yeah, sure, sure. You, I'm sure you love that movie, Jason. Fuck, it's Jason's no, favorite movie. Even, he was saying it before the podcast. Even, even the enjoyable bad movies uh, have to have some kind of enjoyable. Yeah, have some kind of quality to them, like Street Fighter. But, but no, that one's just makes no freaking sense. How about uh, what do you think about House of the Dead? I've never actually seen that. I haven't watched any Uble movies because he just got such a bad reputation. I've never seen him. I, watched, I have seen oh, footage of it. I've seen scenes from it where there's a zombie attack and all of a sudden they're showing scenes from the game and you're, I'm like, what the fuck? Because that doesn't make any sense. It's Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, I have really bad memories of that because I was in high school and uh, my friends really wanted to go watch the movie. <laughs> they wanted to go watch that movie and... Uh, 
So uh, it, it was either watch that movie or go watch Kill Bill with a girl from school. And there, and uh, and she she invited me to go watch Kill Bill, and uh, my friends invited me to go watch House of the Dead. And as a Sega fan, and they were telling me this is the highest uh, budget. Oh no! Yeah, he was Don't telling tell me. Uh, yeah, I went with my friends because he told me it was a high the highest budget movie. They were like zombie fans, so they oh. really wanted to go watch it, and they were very disappointed, and I was very disappointed in it. Your friends are terrible people. Yes, <laughs> I hate I don't- them. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I saw a Kill Bill with a girl. That would have been a lot better. While you two were talking, my internet was on the, was going all shitty crazy, so I couldn't hear anything that you said. But thankfully, that, that didn't matter in the context of the podcast. So uh, that's true. I guess, what else have I been up? To? Oh yeah, what you been playing and what oh, you been up? To? While Shigs is contemplating sending his poor PlayStation Three to the home, I have saved four Game Gears by. Sending them to uh, eStarland.com for video and audio capacitor repairs. Are these they... guys giving you free repairs if you like mess no, the podcast? They are twenty dollars for video ca- video capacitor repairs and twenty dollars for audio capacitor repairs. Plus shipping uh, I might back need and to forth. Do that. But um, how much did it cost you with the shipping and everything? Uh, shipping was inconsequential given that I sent in four Game Gears, so. I don't know, like eight bucks. Okay. But the uh, I guess the um, the repairs. Let's see. Well, two of them had both bad video and audio capacitors, so that forty, sixty, uh, eighty, eighty dollars for four game gears. Okay, that's not that bad. That's not bad for four game gears. You know? No. <laughs> I gotta ask though, why do you have four game gears? Knuckles. It's a long story that has partly to do with the fact that I'm Jewish and so I have money, but it's also the fact that um, <laughs> I was going to make the Jewish joke. Yeah, I, I know. I, I, <laughs> I, I cut you to the past there. Um, but also there's the fact that my game gears kept either getting lost or the video capacitors were going bad, so I get another one, and I just got sick of this shit, yo. So I bought a fifth game gear off of... Uh, off of uh, eBay that was meant to replace my Majesco game gear that got broken a couple years ago. Thank you, United Airlines, for breaking my suitcase, little bastards. And so while I was using that thing, and I took it to E3 and shit, I sent these four into Eastarland. And so now I have five game gears. Oh, and the the fourth one I I actually bought because I, I originally placed an order for three game gear repairs, but I couldn't find one. And so I bought one. And so I bought a new one for like three bucks from Playing Trade that had the video problems. And then I found my other one. So I guess bought a new repair. And then bam, four repair game gears. So you have five uh, game gears. I have five game gears, but I'm gonna sell holy triple a, holy double A battery, Batman. We need to have a game gear party sometime. <laughs> well, you're you obviously have the enough game gears to have a game gear party. You can all play a copy of Sonic 2 because I have like 10 copies of Sonic 2. I don't even know why or how, but, but I have them. The game gear ones? Wait, because every single one had to come with Sonic 2. Wait, wait, wait. Did games actually support? Because I, I had a game gear growing up, but like nobody I ever knew in my life had a game gear. So uh, do they support uh, multiplayer? Like the DS? I, I mean, the. There are some multiplayer games. Like so you have like a link a link cable or something? I had a link cable. I don't know where it is anymore, but I'm sure I could buy a new one for two bucks. Yeah. But it's like there's um black, there's a 
Poker Face Paul's Blackjack and Poker Face Paul's Poker and there's that ML MLB game and I'm, there's there's some shit out there. <laughs> okay, I was just wondering. I've never tried a multiplayer and that'd be kind of interesting actually. Now that you mention it, I like Game Gear Party. Yeah. So when you're having capacitor problems, it's like when the screen's flickering and stuff, right? And when the screen's flickering, when the screen is um, kind of dull and you can't see anything, the contrast is shitty. Okay, and the audio- I'm having that problem now with okay. my Game Gear. The problem with the Game Gear is that it was released during in the early 90s when we had all these when bad capacitors that affected the entire industry. And so the, the capacitors leak and they go bad. It's not just a Game Gear problem, I'd like to add. It's a capacitor problem in general for this era of technology. Yeah, it's not just Sega. It's not just Sega, so don't blame them, you little motherfuckers. <laughs> That's what you're getting at. So, what you've been playing? Um, I've been playing a few Game Gear games on my five Game Gears. like <laughs> All of them at the same time? Guns- <laughs> yes, Gunstar Heroes... Uh- also, a bunch of Game Gear games I guess bought from California during E3 from one of Jason's stores. Uh, yeah, I took them out to Anaheim near Disneyland. There's like two or three classic game stores near there. I bought a really shitty Outrun game where you drive a bike. Oh my god, that sounds like my dream come true. <laughs> I've only played five minutes, but you drive a bike and it's called Outrun Europa, so it's just so it's automatically shitty to me. So wait, is this game was his pub uh, developed by AM2? <coughs> no, it was actually um, developed. It was actually developed. It was actually programmed by some European third party and published by some third party called US Gold. And the only and the only, only relation Sega has is the uh, title. So. And this they, was uh, probably like a game when Sega used to like sell out their franchises and like like. Because, like, Zaxxon was on, uh, is that how you pronounce that game? Uh, it was, huh? Zaxxon, yes, you pronounced it. Okay. Uh, that game was on, like, other publishers created games in it, or published it, at least. Uh, Europa uh, that's was the same with Virtual years. Racing, too. Yeah. Europa was a couple years after Sega's uh, tendency to sell their uh, games to other companies. But, um, and let's see, what else, what else, what else? Well, I've been attempting to play Halley Wars, which I can't get to function, unfortunately. I've also been playing this, this uh, pinball breakout-type game called Devilish. And, um, damn. Oh, yeah, and Power Rangers, which is surprisingly good. There's a, like, there's a... The pa- Super Nintendo one? No, 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 there, the... The it's a Game Gear one. I, I played a little uh, myself oh, when I was at his hotel. Like for years, I've been ignoring this game because the Genesis version of Power Rangers is a piece of shit. But this one's actually a lot of fun. It's very fast paced, and it's like a bunch of one-on-one fighters, but some kind of like a beat 'em up. It's a lot of fun. I'm not even a big Power Rangers fan, but it actually actually manages to capture some of the essence of the show. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. For yeah, that's uh, not very fun. Well, the both of us have been playing. I guess we both got a copy of Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse. He got a ten dollar nice and clean copy, and I got a seven dollar one with a scratch on the oh, man. cover. But it still works. That. Knuckles is like, oh well, Knuckles is visiting, so he should get first dibs on the good one. No, Plus, I just wanted to save three uh, bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Knuckles is not the Jew in this uh, conversation. <laughs> I'm not, not the Jew when it came to Castle of Illusion because I like my cartridges to look. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so you guys both have been playing it? I have not. I just bought it because it's not a game I, I've seen very often. I did a little. Uh, it's pretty basic, but it has like a, if you're bad at it, it has a practice mode where you can just play three short levels and you instantly beat the game. <laughs> uh, the, re- uh, the regular part of it's pretty tough. Okay. Um, you, uh, well, there's actually, I was going to talk about two of the games I've been playing real quick before we move on to the E3 talk. Alright. Yes. Um I've been playing I finished actually this morning. I finished uh, The Walking Dead. Uh, nice. Uh, such an I was my game of the year last year. I love that. I kind of want to get that cuz I I love I love Telltale, but it's as, it's I I'm I'm always kind of iffy when it comes to creepy zombie stories. It's uh it's it's pretty depressing. I would say that right now. Um Yeah. I think the first 3 F- I think the second and third episode are the best. The Cannibal Story. And the, and the duck story, you know those two episodes. Yeah, uh, those are definitely the best ones. I thought the fifth one was There's kind of a cop out. I thought it was kind of like there was no puzzles, it was all talking, and it was all very like unbelievable. I guess like he just walks into a mob of zombies and like hacks them away. It's like he would have gotten eaten. And, uh, well, and I, yeah, nothing, well, I think it's the uh, situation is he had nothing to lose, so he just <laughs> went out. He just went for it. But, I mean, let's be honest, because there's people that died with less zombies than that. Because he can get bit all he wants now. He's like, oh, sorry, spoilers. Um, you can't spoil it for people that are listening. People turn to zombies in Walking Dead. It's nothing new. Um, uh, I thought that the bad guy, the last guy you finally meet up, I thought he was kind of a cop out. In what way? I was in the way it was kind of like re- unrealistic. Okay, there's gonna be. Sp- I don't know. I'm not gonna say spoilers, but I'll tell you off the air. But there, I just thought his character was like, oh come on, would somebody really do this? Like, like follow these Your people orange. from states to states when there's no like no civilization left. And I thought he's. I, I don't know. Thank I just. You. I just wish that it wasn't. It didn't come back. Like I thought, George they just wrote that, that in to make it come back. Knuckles, what happened? George, it's a zombie. It's a zombie thing. It's not going to be realistic. If, yeah, if it's not real. We just kill them. I think. It, I think it's we just one where he fought, where he snapped and he lost. You know, so the guy lost so much that he wanted some of that back. So he just. Uh, yeah. So I he get... just tried to get you know some of his family back or whatever that even though it wasn't his family yeah okay and i okay so i played that and i uh there was a humble bundle and they were they were given they were selling all the serious uh the series sam games for like six dollars man i'm playing i'm trying to play through the first one it's like the hd remake it looks nice but god damn it dude is that game cheap as fuck like They'll put bad guys behind you in a pillar and then tease you with like a life and armor in front of you. So the first thing you do is run towards the uh, life and armor, but these there's fucking bad guys behind you where you can't see them in the corners, and they're just blasting at you and basically take all your life anyway. So they they just uh, it's cheap. That's all I got to say about that game. But I'm I'm enjoying them, and that's it. Now we can talk about E3. All right, so uh, yeah, we originally recorded a podcast for this, but for some reason it wouldn't upload to YouTube. Uh, we did that I think Tuesday night. I'm gonna um, be uh, I'm gonna be honest right now. It was my fault. I uh, edited a video together. It was one gigabyte. It had it looks nice. It had like footage of what the games you guys were talking about. It took me like three hours to edit, and I went to upload it, and it took um, my my stupid connection. 
It took almost literally a day. Can you believe that? Oh my god. Yeah, I can believe that. I mean, when I when I make a a video of like a fighter Sega mix and then I make like a just a seven minute video it can sometimes take forever just for the movie maker to save, and then could take up to two hours for it to upload if it's in HD. Yeah. So it was thinking it took a 24 hours and like the last. I don't know. I went to go check it after it was supposedly done, and it never processed. So there's probably an error somewhere in my connection. So I, I tried to upload it to Google Drive, and then Google Drive would just kick me off anyway all the time. So I'm assuming my upload is just very, very terrible. That's possible. Um, like I said, uh, we went to uh, Tuesday. We had uh, some appointments. Alex is really good about making those appointments and getting us all ready. But we had uh, – I got there at 10 a.m. because I thought it was 10 to 6, and I was going on like four hours sleep. And, it and ended it's up... the only time you ever got there on time. <laughs> oh, that's not true. I mean, the other times I got that's there maybe true. I got th- the other times I got there maybe a half hour late, which is not very late you at got, all. You got to the, to the third day 45 minutes late. That's still not that late. <laughs> Plus, I thought if they were closing at five on Thursday, I mean six on Thursday, and they're closing at five. Like I really should have paid more attention to the hours because you know it's not it's not uniform every day. It's it was different. Provided I go next year, I'm taping the hours to the inside of your windshield. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, since we had that extra time, we made some uh, early footage uh, by the Sonic Lost Worlds escalators and just uh, Kelly Parker and um, oh, Julian Weifeld. Yeah, Julian Julian Weifeld. Uh, uh, both showed up right as they were coming down the uh, escalator, right as we were about to finish recording. So that was pretty cool. You can watch all of this on thesonicstadium.org. So now you're Uh, advertising your website on my goddamn podcast? (laughs) I'm going to have to charge you $25, dude. No. Every time Sonic Stadium comes up, you're going to have to start putting it in the tip jar. (laughs) I I got the uh, Sega business cards this year. Oh, they look nice. Barry's a good designer. Yeah. He, he, I uh, got to see it. Like a Neptune at E3. It was glorious. It, wait, they had Pretty it much. at E3? They had it in a display case at E3. Huh. They also had a Dreamcast development kit. That was neat. Yeah, and uh, what, what was it? Oh, the Neptune, we already mentioned that, yeah. That would have been sweet. They had a whole retro uh, video game museum that was really sweet. I wanted to it spend a lot of time there. Good. Yes. They have this big old couch with a giant boob tube playing Atari 2600 games. And the one guy couldn't figure out how to start a game. I finally had to reach over and press the reset button on the 2600 to get him going. That made me <laughs> feel old. <laughs> you are, yes, Did you, you own it? Did you own a 2600? Yeah, I had that when I was a little kid. Okay. I have a 2600, but I... Uh... Got as a hand-me-down from my, uh, uh, let's see, how do I say this in a way that makes Jason sound old? And from my mom's girlfriend's husband. There we go. <laughs> I used to even get some of those Activision patches where you get, we'd get a high score and take a picture of it and send it into Activision. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, like didn't have fun. That, was, that was before Photoshop. Have you ever, when you were a kid, were you ever thinking, like, I wonder if I could, uh, if, if there's a way I could, like, uh, like, m- take a picture and make it look like a score that I want it to look like? Nah, I think oh. that was pretty hard to do back then. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, But when I was a kid, I always thought of weird stuff like that. Now it's like, just get on Photoshop and do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, but I, we spent most of the time at the Sega booth. So yeah. How, how, okay. of... I have a question about the booth. I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't seen any walkthrough videos, so I want I, I wanted this, this question answered. How big was it? It was, it was average size. It was fairly large, but very roomy. Uh, they they could have fit more stuff in there, I think. Well, okay, and then my next question is, what the fuck did they even have to play there? Like, I'm assuming they had they like Rome, like two and Rome. Heroes. Uh, yeah, Rome had it. Rome had its own 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 uh, room. Uh, Sonic. Um, it was a massive demo room, by the way. It was pretty big. Yeah, pretty Sonic big. Lost World had its own uh, room in the corner with the big Sonic statue rotating. I don't really say that was a room because it was kind of open air and stuff. It wasn't. Well, well you, know, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, Company of Heroes had two uh, rooms and one for single player, one for multiplayer. People can wait in line for. Kind of overkill, really. Yeah, but... and uh, Castle of Illusion was like four four standing booths uh, by the side of the uh, of where they were doing the meetings. It was the only place where you could play an Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3 at the Sega booth. It was for Castle of Illusion. <laughs> oh, the... yeah. Well, <laughs> Both versions of Castle of Illusion had different demos. The 360 had a different demo from the PS3 version. Really? I remember them all having the same demo. No, the PS3 one had the uh, the one I played the most of, which was the uh, toy the toy level where you had to bounce on the uh, jack-in-the-box heads and stuff. Huh. And then the 360 demo was the one where you had to get uh, not get attacked by the knights and such. So, uh, well, in, well, in any case... Um... I was just going to ask a question about the two versions. Like, was the 360 version and the PS3 comparable graphically, or was there one better than the other? Because there's sometimes I buy a, because there's sometimes I buy a PSN game or a 360 version of it, and it's like, oh, one of them looks way better than the other. They looked pretty identical to me. Okay. Uh, I could tell which console is running on was by looking at the controller. Okay, then that's a good sign. Yeah. It looked great, so you know. Yeah, so we played a ton of Lost World, of course, and that's looking oh, great. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for taking my advice, Sega. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure if I even actually openly lobbied for this on the on the, on Sonic Talk, but this is something I've been wanting for a while. Oh, like a Mario <laughs> Galaxy type Sonic? No, fuck Mario Galaxy. He it's doesn't like Sonic. you saying that, dude. Stop saying Mario Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you wanted a slower Sonic that was easier to control? Yeah, he is easier to control. I like the fact that if you want better run speeds, you just have to hold either the R or L button. Well, to me, it was the bigness. To me, it was a huge waste of development time to make these gigantic, massive levels that you blast through in three minutes. <laughs> That's true. And, well, yeah, you could still do that in there. I'm sure you could still do a good speed run using the spin dash and that. But at the same yeah, time, there's so much room for explore, exploration. You could play that first level, the Windy Hills, like five or six times and still find new stuff every time. There's the so many alternate paths. All that controllable. It's, it's what the spin dash used to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you ever seen um, the videos of Lost World, you could just there's just certain areas where you can look around and there's like four alternate paths. Right in front of you that you could take, which is did you, pretty sweet. Uh, did you guys I talk? Oh, did you guys talk about alternative paths on this level they've been showing? Did they confirm how many alternative paths they've done? Uh, uh, well, there are alternative paths. You There's... just have to run to the underside of the level, and there it is. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, but the, <laughs> I was to say, did they say how many paths you could take in that game? Like, uh, there's always routes, right? It's is it like generation? Yeah, it's. 
and no, it's not quite like generations. I mean, it's it's pretty much the paths you want are pretty right in front of you. It's easy to spot. You can and go some like paths you, are uh, less obvious than others. Especially so the, in the so they Mario fight is like right. Yeah. What? They Mario Mario fight is. I know, I know you don't like it. I'm just joking with you. Mario fighted. Mario fight. I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, um, not quite. I mean, the Mario putt doesn't have like, these kind of alternate path stuff to it. It's still very much a Sonic game, except you're more in control of your speed, and it's easier to control Sonic this time. Mario actually yeah. isn't really so much about exploration as it is about just running through an obstacle course. And uh, they'll, they'll usually be like a secret that you can run off to and find, but it's not like this where there's literally like, literally like uh, four, there can be four out different paths on a single cylindrical tube. Plus they, I'm uh, sorry, yeah, plus they encourage your exploration because you have to get all the animals and the red rings, so, so you'll be searching a lot. So say, okay. Uh, uh, Oh, sorry, I was gonna ask you guys questions about the thing. Why? So, you, like, if you sure. had to, if you guys had to choose one thing about the game that makes you excited, what would that new feature be? Like, like, would it be the new slower Sonic? You know, stuff like that. Like, what makes you excited for this game? Uh, for me, it's the full three Dness of three Dness of like a Windy That's Hill, where with all the alternate paths and all the all the different things to explore. That's my favorite part of it. In fact, I was a little disappointed when Aaron Weber was talking about that. Um, I guess he was inter- being interviewed on one thing where it's going to be like one fully 3D level, then one of the 2D levels, like uh, was it Desert Ruins was, and then a full auto run-on level. Oh. And I think I'd rather just have all the whole 3D levels all the time because I really enjoyed that the most. Yeah. I don't mind the variety. But, but the, well, the other ones are very good, and I like variety, but I, I just like that one part the most. Yeah. What about uh, you, Knuckles? Um, yeah, I, pretty much. Yes, I love I love the three D levels. I love being able to explore and mess around with things because that's what I used to do in Sonic games. I used to mess around with things, and it's harder to do that in these other in these other Sonic games, at least when they're in full three D. So nice being able to just run around full three D as in a, in a Sonic game. It's been a while since I can do since I could do that. I think when uh, Comic Con comes up, I'm gonna ch- challenge Aaron Weber see if he can do a uh, really solid speed run on Windy Hill. One of my favorite uh, one of my favorite discoveries that I made at E3 was that I-, I was running around a bunch of I was running around this one area and I found a golden golden cannon thing and it took me to this whole new area that I had never seen any of the demos before. Yeah, I did that too. And then on uh, what was it called De- Desert Ruins, uh, I was trying to get up to this one level to free these animals, and I discovered I could do. There's a stomp, the stomp move you can do, and but I discovered if I did that like three times in a row, it would make you jump super high. So I found like a new move just doing that. And you can read more about this over at Sonic. No, right no, now. no. <laughs> or my, or my hands-on, which is a little, which is a little too gush- gushing even for my taste. <laughs> Oh yeah, what? you can hear you can read Jason's uh, superior opinion on uh, <laughs> Sonic Lost Worlds and our hands-on on our site. But you can read my awesome opinions over at Sonic Stadium. Don't say I it like that. Mario and Sonic thing. I swear to God, yeah, dude, if, if you if you do a podcast with Sonic Stadium, I don't know if you guys do they do that. You're gonna have to start saying Sega bits, but every every uh, at least every okay. 10, 15 minutes. All right, I can say it. Sega bits in a nice sort of impotent voice. Sega bits. No, no, you gotta say not manly, but maybe more robotic, more menacing. Sure. 
There you go. That sounds great. <laughs> so Man, we're going with impotent and girlish. Impotent. Oh, okay. Guys, I gotta, I gotta go away for a sec. There's something beeping in my house. Go for it. Okay. Hopefully, it's not a bomb. Okay. Or around some sort of burglar thing. So, uh, how, was there a big line for the Sonic Lost uh, World uh, game? Not uh, really, but I kept, I kept getting kicked off the, uh, the... It was a little hard for me to play the game at, at, when I first got there because I kept getting kicked off by uh, media guys and the, by media guys who had actually made an appointment to play the game. <laughs> and so, okay. That's why I made Next back when I made a discovery, wait a minute, I don't have to wait in line. I'm fucking media. Next year I can just fucking make I can just fucking schedule my plays and don't and I can kick other people off. And then I can laugh like a big man. <laughs> Actually that's not I'm surprised you didn't do that. You would have gone through the Sega stuff way faster. And then oh, uh, yes, you could pretend I, I didn't know I could. I'm every E three I learned something new, like uh this year, I, I learned that you can not, not only schedule your playthroughs at Sega, you can also um, go over to the media desk at Sony and Nintendo and get taken to and get an appointment to play in their special media area with no, with no lines. Wait, wait, wait. So I could just tell them, all right, all right, for Sega Bits, let me play your game, Ubisoft. Yes. And then they're if like, you are you going to... you off there. Did they even ask what site you write for? Um... Well, I don't. Jason tried it, uh, and uh, J- Jason tried it. He, he was told that we don't have can't make any points today, but they don't care what you're writing for, from what I've heard. And so we can use to uh, kind of bypass some lines in Sony at least. Why don't we just okay, start, why don't we just start a site where we we we, uh, we half-ass blog about a uh, uh, um, Sony yes. stuff, and then we can yes. get into the conference. And Barry can make business cards for us. Yes, I, I like that plan. I was thinking of uh, making my own like game site called Middle Age Gamers and just have a bunch of old folks talking about the glory days. But then I, but then I can't write tongue and uh, no. not open. I can't open. I can't. Open, I could just fake it. Like, oh, I remember back in my day, seventies, we used to have sex and do drugs. Now I kids these days are so metrosexual. I could probably fake it too since I'm playing Game Gear right now. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, back in my day, we didn't need this gosh darn touch screens. We had buttons, all two and a half of them, plus a start button. It was glorious. Before motion <laughs> controls. So, uh, what's the next game you guys want to talk about that you guys played? Well, I guess we could talk about uh, oh, well, uh, the other Sega games that were at the Nintendo. Rome, Total War, so, Lost, lot of... Wait, wait, Lost Worlds was in the Nintendo booth or the Sega booth? They were. It was at both. both. Which one? Which Which one do you well, enjoy playing that more? Nintendo, because there was there wasn't much of a line. <laughs> well, the Sega one had uh, seats though you could sit down with. Oh fuck the seats! <laughs> we, we 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 need to stand up more. Yeah, but uh, okay, let's talk about Bayonetta 2 because I'm sure people want to hear about that. And we waited a long line with a demo that was going on for way too long. I mean, that was like a 15 minute demo easily. It was going on for way too long. It was glorious. I got to see Bayonetta kick ass again and again for a half hour, and I loved it. Do you, yes. think, she's, you think she's as cute with short hair as she is with long hair? I don't care what her hair <laughs> is. I, I, I honestly. 
I ne- I've never been a particularly big fan of her. By the way, she looks like Sarah Palin. <laughs> I like her, uh, but I mean, her hair. How does that work with her hair being short? I mean, isn't that her power? Where her power comes from is her hair. I don't think her. I, I don't think it's as simple as just coming out of her head. I think that she just kind of wears her hair, and it's also sort of like I don't know. It's confusing, but it's uh, actually her pubes. Oh my God! Don't say that. I we had a we had a we had a, we had a user we had a user we had a user on our forums that used to hate that game because he thought that the hair was actually her pubic hair. So there's people that believe that. There are certain lines we do not cross, sir. I think George, are there lines for these podcasts? No, there's no lines. We try to keep it. We try not well, to offend people. Like we're, that can be like a hateful racist asshole. Yeah, like you don't have to be all like, goddamn, goddamn black people are always hogging up the lines. You can't do that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So there is a line. Oh, yeah, I, there's a line. I was gonna start going on a racist tirade. Oh well. <laughs> anyway, um, Rome total war was a lot of fun. So well, I thought we were. Well, yeah, we're, we're not finished talking about, about Bayonetta too. Well, let's see, Bayonetta 2. It was Bayonetta, except it was on the Wii U and had new content. So it was awesome and automatically better than so, anything else E3. So it pretty much controls the same, right? Yes, it controls the same. Uh, they've, like, messed with the Umbra Climax a bit. Uh, I don't, I, I mean, it's not in a way I particularly care about, but I don't know, there's some sort of hardcore Bayonetta fan out there is going to be, they messed with the Umbra Climax and how it works and the Magic Gauge. I'm not buying this game because it sucks and it's casual because of the Umbra Gauge. I mean, I don't know. Well, since I knew it was going to play like, since I knew it was going to play like Bayonetta anyway, I just went ahead and uh, tried out their touch control modes. It's basically like playing Bayonetta with an iPad. It was weird. Yeah, I didn't bust that. <laughs> Did it, how well, do you I figured combos? with a full preview, it would work well. Oh, the combos, uh, you just, she would just, uh, you just hold down the, uh, right, uh, right on the enemy. You'd hold the stylus onto the enemy, and she would automatically attack them and make a combo herself. It's so it was fucking boring. It was boring that way. I mean, cool. that's not, that's no way to play Bayonetta. It's a bit of a shame that they didn't use the touchscreen for anything more interesting, like, I don't know, uh, activating magical powers or something. But that, or, like, bouncing Because when we're dealing with something as well-made as Bayonetta, really, just don't mess with, don't fuck with a good thing is a pretty good motto to have, I think, so... You know, if you love if you love the original Bayonetta, you're gonna love this game from what I play. The set pieces are epic. The bosses are epic. You know, everything's there that you'd want to see. So, uh, what did you use a second screen for when you were playing it? It's just for off-screen play, which I'm going to love because I love off-screen play. But um, so, but, but they don't have a, they don't use the they don't use a second screen for like a menu or anything while you're playing. No, it's um, it's the exact same uh, it's the exact same video that's playing on the big screen. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's an option for that or something, like uh, like an off-screen player menu or map or whatever. But uh, there was nothing. It, it was just the game on the on the gamepad at the show floor. So they're not doing anything special with it. Okay, I thought they were. They did uh, with uh, Mario and Sonic, but not not for that one. So the, how do you how does it feel playing it on a Nintendo console compared to the 360 and PS3 Knuckles? I don't know where, where you what you played it on previously, so. 
I played it on the Xbox 360 because the PS3 version sucked ass. Um, so did I. Doesn't really see difference. I mean, it's it's the same. It's the same kind of game. It's just on a Nintendo console, and you can now look down and play it on the gamepad if you want to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to use the control, the Pro Controller with this, and the Pro Controller is just as comfortable as 360 controller. Did you yeah. ask? So it should be fine. Did you ask him if Nintendo is planning on porting the first game over? Is that maybe like no. an downloadable? Literally, Nintendo's not like Sega where they talk to you. Nintendo, yeah. they, they they put people on the show floor who only know who only know what's in the demo specifically, and maybe what's in the press release, and they can't talk to you about anything else. Yeah, it's basically pr- like pretty girls who uh, get knowledge about that particular game that don't that don't actually have don't uh, don't actually work on that particular game. They, oh, there so wasn't anybody on the floor for this Nintendo. Is better than Nintendo because they actually put. Developers and producers and community people on the show floor. I don't know. I I think I like the idea that they hire pretty girls to tell me about the demo. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) I've always kind of felt bad for the girls who have those uh, 3DSs tied to them. I I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. There's women with 3DSs tied to them? Oh, yeah. They've been doing this for years. They have, uh, it was before that was a DS and before that was Game Boy Advance, and they just have them. So these tied women, to them, and then they and they come over to you while you're waiting in line. Fan? Yeah, they come over to you while you're waiting in line, and they uh, let you play the games. That's so fucking awkward as hell. Why why would I want to do that? Like <laughs> this woman comes up to me, she's like, "Hey, I got this fucking DS strapped to me. You want to play it?" Like that seems like something like I would dream about, and then I wake up and I'd be like, "Why was that even? Why would that exist?" <laughs> because Nintendo. That's so awkward. I, I, guess, I, guess I guess they're trying to uh, give their handheld some sexual appeal. I don't know. They never well, tie it's, to yeah, Plus, it's that. something for you to do while you're waiting in line. But they could just bring it like, just tied to a woman. It's so weird. It's like this yeah. woman is a brick. It, this woman is a pool, and she's just walking this DS to you. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, let's see. Uh, Rome Total War. It was... Uh, the actual demo that we got to that we got to play was, you know, it was pretty much sexy HD Rome. You oh, know, my favorite type of that Rome. you got that you got to play. I never played Rome. Yeah, you did. I I'm the only one who got to play this one. It makes me feel special. And uh, I picked Rome too specifically because the original Rome was literally the only other strategy game I've ever played. <laughs> so, so you're excited. You're like an expert now. You're like, I know. I'm not an expert, but if I'm going to have to play a strategy game, I might as well play one that I'm somewhat familiar with. <laughs> so since you played the first one, what, 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 how, how, how much of a leap was it compared to the first one that you played? Because uh, what did you say? How much of a what now? A leap? Oh, uh, massive leap. I mean, this game looks glorious. If, if the original game was kind of like a, I don't know, a, uh, uh, a second generation Wii game, this one looks like a, a sexy ass. Xbox 360 game. So, uh, yeah, pretty big difference in graphics. And uh, the water looks great. We got to play this demo that took place uh, by the by the Nile. Nice. So I, got, I, got to, I got to direct my ships, and I they got completely blown up and destroyed because I didn't know how to direct my ships, and then my land forces got completely destroyed because I lost all my reinforcements. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna have, uh, have naval battles for the multiplayer? Uh, I don't know. 
Uh, I was playing a single player campaign. Yes, I, I would assume. I don't know why they wouldn't have it for multiplayer, but I don't know. I think they had it before, so they probably are going to have it. And uh, which is, uh, if the listeners, uh, apparently that's one of the biggest complaints in the Assassin's Creed Four. There's like it's just basically a re like uh, updated. Ver- the multiplayer is just the updated version where you just go around killing each other. But uh, everybody wanted naval battles as online. So if you yeah. can't get it there, get it at Rome too, because. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Rome. I don't think a strategy game is remotely similar to what you do in Assassin's Creed Three. Oh, but <laughs> you get to drive ships, and that's all that matters. I don't, I don't think we have to worry about a Rome Two sales either. It's gonna, it's gonna sell yeah. pretty well. Oh yeah, I'm not worried. I think um, but, I think there was a lack of titles at E3. There was like five, six, but I think all yeah. those are gonna sell very well. So I know a lot of people don't like Company Heroes on our website and or Total War, but you want Sega to do good and make uh, smaller games, they're gonna have to start uh, ma- selling a lot of uh, copies of video games. Yeah, yeah. C- Company Heroes was all right. It was, that was my first time playing an RTS in a long, long time. It's though, what, so it's I was the, really the first one's the one of the highest rated like RTS games ever. So they should. They know a, yeah, they know I, what they're doing, man. I, it was pretty accessible. That's one thing I'll say. I enjoy yeah, I enjoy Company of Heroes too. Pretty accessible for a noob like myself. So uh, I'm I got to cover that. I got to say that I liked it more than the original Rome Total War. And I liked it more than Halo Wars. But I, I I know that the last one isn't really much of a compliment. But those are the strategy games I've played. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think my computer would be able to play, and then I noticed that I was looking at the beta info because I was doing the hands-on, and then I noticed it met my minimum requirements. So hey, I wait, downloaded wait. it, and I was going to try it, and <laughs> freaking uh-huh. Steam wouldn't uh, let me download it all the way for some reason. It wouldn't install. So Weird. your shit-ass laptop can play it. That being said, my awesome Ultrabook can play it. This, yeah, you're... This, is nice. this is a nice development. Yeah, you should definitely get it. We'll play together. Multiplayer. <laughs> I might have to wait for it to go cheap because my minimal requirements means it's probably going to p- run pl- pretty slow. Oh, that's something I forgot to talk about before. Fuck. Uh, I forgot to talk about the game I, when I was talking about games I've been playing. I've also been playing uh, on PC. Uh, this is actually Sega related, so I should just mention it real quick. Binary Domain, the invasion mode with uh, uh, Taro. He's a, he's a guy in our forum. He, used to, he stopped for a while, but I have him on Steam, and he he he, inv- he said if I wanted to play with him. So we've been playing that for a couple days, and uh, man, that fucking thing is fucking cheap as fuck. Like <laughs> you get to level twenty five, and they get these uh, Hercules, like these big robots that throw missiles at you. They shoot you with a missile; it's over for you. That's it. Huh. No coming back from that. You can't just revive yourself. It's you're dead, and if everybody dies, you lose. Obviously, one guy survives. The next round, everybody comes back with no items. It's a very interesting game, and I oh man, I really hope for a sequel because there's some some bugs that could be ironed out that would make the game perfect. I've also been playing Sky Target for the Sega Saturn. What's that? Just throwing that. You'll have to find out because I'm doing a video with it. Oh, so all we'll right, then. there you go. Then we'll find out. I gotta start playing more Power Stone because I gotta do a uh, Fighter Sega mix on that one. But I don't think I'll have it up this weekend. I might have to wait another weekend because you know I've been so busy these last two weeks. Yeah, E3. Oh yeah, and we were talking about uh, Company Heroes. Uh, didn't they uh, show off the? Did they make you play as the Russians or or against the Russians? Uh, there was multiplayer, and uh, he pl- uh, I think Nux played as Russians, and I played as the Germans. I was gladly a communist. 
And considering I'm Jewish, I, I probably shouldn't play uh, a Nazi. That's true. You should say that works. I'm a, I'm a Jew. Before we, did he tell to say that you're a Jew? Unfortunately, before we could fight each other, um, the, we uh, the server crashed, and we had to just play our own solo. Yeah, I would have rather fight fought you because you probably would have been easier than a computer. Hell, I didn't barely yeah. got to do any skirmish because they kept winning points by uh, making more command bases and stuff than I could. Because I was so inexperienced in multiplayer. Single player, everything's made for you, and you're just taking your army guys out to fight. Where in multiplayer, of course, you got to build your barracks and get your engineers doing your stuff and building your army. That's and why, since and I'm inexperienced, single- I was just getting my butt kicked. I think that's the, the problem. Player demo, I, was I was literally running around the, 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 the wrong end of the map for 10 minutes. Just taking my men around the ice, just <laughs> wandering around. Freezing to death. <laughs> yeah. So I think that one of the problems with RTS games is that like you have to learn all this stuff and it's like, oh, I have to learn stuff. It's not easy like when you play Uncharted or even The Last of Us where it's like, oh, you get simple commands and, you know, like Bayonetta is easy to pick up and play without even like knowing anything. Yeah. And But these RTS games, you have to, it's the way you build stuff and speed. What happened? Last of Us requires a lot more thought than Uncharted. So, oh, I I, I hope so. I haven't played it yet, so I, I don't want anything spoiled. But I've been hearing a lot of good things. I've been I've yeah, been I, hearing I've been hearing mainstream people like people that just buy 360 and Halo, talking to my brother about how he should play it. So that's pretty yeah. good for Sony. It's it's a lot of fun, uh, but it's not. It was it was one of the best games at E3. Is what I will say. No, I didn't get to play at E3. But wow, case, that's bold move. That. Uh, words. <laughs> Bayonetta 2 was there. What the hell? I said one of the best. Okay. I did not say the best. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys played Company Heroes 2. How was uh, the, the developer's relic? You guys did an interview with them, right? Yeah. Uh, um, I ha- Well, I have that on it, a YouTube, but I wanted you to check it out before I, I posted it. What's wrong so with it? Private. Well, I don't know. Uh, it's just uh, the interview with a few pictures uh, put up on it and that. So I don't know if it's... Uh, is the best. I wanted you to just. I just wanted to get your approval on it before I post it. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll watch it before this. But how did it go? It went pretty fine. Yeah. Uh, we, we. I answered all the questions that were on the forum, including the fan questions. Okay. So everything got answered. Okay. Was it positive or negative? It's fairly positive. All right. We'll post except, that. <laughs> except uh, that. That was the time that uh, Alex lost his uh, camera stand bag. Yeah. And that's all we'll see about that's all that will be said. So let's go on to something else. Uh, something that doesn't involve me losing things. Like oh, right. uh, Castle of Illusion. Now, Castle. I didn't play much of the Genesis version of that, so I can't give much of a comparison. But as far as just as a standalone game, Castle of Illusion is very pretty, and it's quite, and it's a quite, and it's quite a bit of fun. But that's all I can really say about it. Jason, you wrote the preview. Yeah, I was going to say, it feels more like a $60 game than some $15 download. And I, I have played Castle of Illusion on the 16-bit, and I remembered it well enough that, yeah, it plays like that. Even the physics are, are kind of similar. Um, it's a really hard game. It kept kicking my ass. Yeah, it <laughs> is tough. I mean, back in the day, those 16-bit uh, games uh, were really challenging. Yeah, especially the level with the knights, and they kept throwing their goddamn hammers at me. I couldn't finish that level. I finished the other level, but I couldn't finish the, the, that one. 
there's like certain things that you have to watch for. Uh, so you guys couldn't even beat the demos. I beat the one demo, but I didn't beat the second de- demo of it. He beat a demo and he got a pin. We 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 all oh, that reminds me. Uh, we got a bunch of pins thanks to Aaron Weber and the good people of Sega. Um, they have the Jason. How about you talk about how awesome the pins are? Yeah, these it. are official Disney pins. I mean, they got the mouse ears, the rubber mouse ears in the backs, like they like they sell and trade at Disneyland. So. Uh, are, these, are really you nice quality. Up, you guys are gonna hook me up with a pin, right? I'm gonna hook you guys <laughs> up with E3, I mean, uh, Sega Biz shirts. Well, Alex, Alex has got all the pins, so you'll have to talk to I, him. I just got my own personal ones. <laughs> what happened? Aaron gave me these very special edition rare pins that may be worth a lot of money someday. So your shoes to give away out. during our summer of art. Sega Best, Sega Best Summer of Art Contest. Which You'll be okay I need with to make taking one. We'll see. We'll see. I've got ten. I, I need I need at least five for the contest. And uh, But I have two of each. There were two pins. I've got two of each. I've also got an extra lanyard, which will be a part of the... which will be added to the grand prize. Jesus, you're so giving you everything away to our readers. Readers get everything. <laughs> I get nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, George. The readers are more important than you. Hear that, readers? You are more important than George. <laughs> but um, that sucks. But uh, <laughs> but we currently only have two entries. I'm not going to say anything about those entries. But we I will only say have two one entries. of them is spectacular so far. Yes. Okay. But uh, yes, that is true. And we'll be posting that one very soon. But. Um, the problem so with these contests is people are people are lazy. Yeah, you guys are kind of lazy. I was expecting more entries by now, but to be fair, I've barely posted about it since since before E3, and each need to post about it again. And so we'll be announcing this this addition to the grand prize pot officially soon. Um, also, we're also adding a, another Jeff Said Radio CD for Jeff Said Radio Future. So. Uh, since we only have two entries, you know, I mean, if, if you want to do something and it's not half bag, you have a pretty big shot at winning something. So I would I'm encourage you. Thank you. <laughs> I would encourage to uh, all of you, all of you listeners, to enter. <sighs> okay, I'm done with my uh, with my uh, commercial. Your commercial there. So uh, I guess the only yeah. other Sega game we can talk about is Mario and Sonic at the well, Winter we, Olympics. We can also talk about Lost World on the 3DS. Oh which shit! It was a lot of fun, but I was gonna say, oh shit! I forgot all about but, the 3DS uh, game. Yeah, well, you shouldn't have because the the uh, Windy Hill level stage in that game is superb. But does it ruin the stage? Not so much. Jason l- l- disliked it more than uh, I. Yeah, I didn't I, care for it that much. But uh, the the Windy Hill is spectacular. I mean, it's comparable yeah, it, to the uh, console version, and the frame rate is really, really well uh, well done. I mean, kudos to Dimps for actually making a pretty good 3D Sonic Sonic stage. <laughs> Especially since uh, their, their games have actually been kind of getting worse in quality over the years, which is unfortunate. So hopefully Lost World represents a reversal. But um, the, we didn't like the Desert Ruins stage, largely because uh, it was kind of like a side... It was a, a side-scrolling puzzle level where you had to 
hit all these switches and stuff. It was and, a lot uh, of stop and go, and you had to you had to hit this uh, rolling ball that's sentient that's following you just right, so you can, so it would unlock a set of stairs that you can climb up. And yeah. it was kind of like going from Green Hill to the Marble Garden Zone. Where Which, to it, be fair, that's kind of like classic Sonic. So maybe it's not so bad, <laughs> but um, I, uh, I I would say that. Uh, I, I, I had fun with it at first, but it just went on a little too long and got a little too confusing near the end. So, uh, so the level were sure to short right with that fun with Okay, if you had a, fun with it. Sorry, uh, if you if you had to rate the three D S version and the Wii U version in a in the in a Sega Bits uh school scale of uh, A through I guess F, how how would you rate them just by the demos so far? F minus for both. <laughs> you got it. They're I'd terrible. have to give a sellouts. I'd have to give the uh, Wii U version an A and the 3DS version uh, probably a C plus right now. Wow. The Wii, the, the, um, the Wii U version gets an A point five, and the 3DS version gets a B uh, percentage point. It's it's very technically sound. Like I said, the frame rate's really good. It runs really smoothly. It's just I think dim, dims as far as uh, level designers go, they're they're not they're not the best at that. They're best at putting a game together and making it technically sound. Well, uh, Windy Hill looks pretty fun. So if we get more levels like Windy Hill than we get levels like yeah, uh, doing... uh, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic on the game. Uh, I'm always optimistic. So we're not going to take Knuckles' opinion very lightly here, because he's very optimistic, <laughs> and we need somebody that's more realistic. Okay, speaking of cautiously oh, optimistic. Everyone here is goddamn pessimistic these days. We need some happy people who just want to enjoy life. Speaking of cautiously optimistic, I'd say uh, Mario and Sonic at the uh, 2014 Winter it's Olympics is looking pretty yeah. good. I mean, graphically, it's, it's uh, very nice. Uh, the frame rate's a little ch- sluggish, it seemed like. I, I saw some gameplay I don't think it was, you know what? It's still, it was still old, you know. You know what the thing is? We recorded gameplay footage. And then... Okay, we're not, we're, we're, uh, so this goes to that thing I said earlier that we're not, she that is, we're not talking about. Like, losing got game footage, but we don't have game footage anymore, which is very de- depressing, but oh well, it's, it's sad. It's very sad. Basically, well, Alex fucked up. Footage at, uh, and Alex is not liking your negative stuff about himself. <laughs> no, it's not about me. It's uh, something else. But, oh, okay. But, like I said, uh, uh, anyway. If you haven't read my preview. The actual. Yeah, if you haven't read my preview, the, ski- the skiing was really well done. It has like a Mario Kart-esque feel to it where you, when you're taking t- turns, it's the same as drifting and you gain boost and then you can make a big uh, speed boost from that. You can get a speed boost from hitting the little flags on the sides. Uh, if you hit a ramp, you can you can flip up your uh, gamepad like the gyro sensor in it, and and then balance it up in the air like a excite bike to land just properly. I all, saw I saw the all of the mini games. All of the mini games were fun. Uh, my my personal favorite was it was sort of this like Mario and Sonic transform stage where you can transform between a. Uh, a, uh, a damn it! What it was a bobsled? It was it a was, bob. It was a bobsled, ice skates, which snowboard. I never saw, snowboarding or skiing. And he kept going through gates, and he would get, and he would get one of the uh, one of the four. And the, the the creative thing about this was that the every every course had like different surfaces and stuff. Like you 
to see on. And the the um the uh, vehicle that you either chose or got by random, depending on which gate you went through, decided how you were going to go through a given part of the course. So if you got the bobsled, then you'd go through through the icy course, through the icy uh, icy area of, of, of the course. And if you get the snowboard, then you had to stick to the snowy areas. And um, it was surprisingly deep for Mario and Sonic minigame. But the issue is that these were all uh, dream uh, dream games. You know, dream. I forget what they called the dream courses. Dream events. Dream events. These were all dream events. And the dream well, events. Well, no, just better than the just the one was a dream for, event. No, they were all dream events. I no, thought. they weren't. Uh, skiing was normal, and the oh, bobsledding right. was normal. The bobsledding so, was pretty cool because it had two different camera angles. Was surprisingly fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, bobsledding had the uh, the normal behind the bobsled view on the TV, or if you looked on the gamepad, you're right. The the uh, camera was right on the hood, which made it for a little bit easier to control. And uh, in the bobsled, you can need to do a four-player cooperative where you all have to uh, turn in unison, or you can also just do it in single player and you use the trigger to turn all the characters in unison. And, we didn't get too cooperative, of course, at E3, but... Uh, yeah, I, the reason my uh, hands-on doesn't mention that is I just played the single, just played all those courses single-player. Honestly, in between me, you, and all the guys listening to us, I think they just showed us the best the best games in the, in the, in the, uh, in the uh, game, and not, nothing else is probably going to measure up I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's way too early to tell. I mean, there's a lot of events, and that was that was just three, and it's yeah. still very early before it comes out. I guess no. I want to see Shadow do something uh, fancy and girly. Like I you wanted know. to have Shadow doing a, a part ice skating partners with the Sonic. So so no, he has to do with Big the Cat. Big so, the Cat. So don't don't talk about Big the Cat like that, dude. That's my favorite That's Sonic not. character. <laughs> I'm not picking anybody. I'd love to see Shadow ski with uh, Ice Cake with Big the Cat. Why do you put I'd him? I'd like with... to see Shadow pick him up and twirl him around. Why do you put it's him with such funny. a terrible character? This is we're talking about a serious character like Big the Cat with some like <laughs> like with Shadow the Hedgehog, the worst characters ever. Okay, how about Shadow the Hedgehog and Eggman? Okay, I'm fine with that. Though Eggman has a pretty good voice actor, I always liked his voice, even though when the Sonic had really bad <laughs> voice Sonic acting. Awesome. Uh, even though when Sonic really had bad voice acting, Rob, uh, Dr. Robonic always hit it out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Mike Pollock uh, actually, has actually had a pretty wide range of uh, roles. He did, a, he, he did this an- really dark adult anime called, not adult, but I guess adult anime called, called Berserker or Berserk. Berserk. Yeah, I, Berserk. I, I, I've, I've seen him. Oh yeah, I watched them. Like the movies, there's a there's a couple of new ones in Japan, I think too. Yeah, they're uh, remaking the entire manga as a, as a, in a series of movies now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think. Uh, my, uh, my buddy uh, Corey Holmes made me watch one of them. wasn't bad. No, pretty dark though. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> ask. <laughs> I was gonna ask about the game. Uh, do, did you guys uh, get a? Did you guys talk about why the frame rates like is terrible? I think it's uh, uh, it's it's not terrible. It's just sluggish. It seems it's under thirty. It's I, I, seen I think it's seven twenty p. I think it's possibly because it's still early. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But it, they it, showed the announcement the, trailer like uh, on the 
E Direct or whatever it's called, you could tell that the game is not running at th- over 30 frames per second. Yeah. Um, the, the game was definitely running very slow at points d- during the show, but when I actually went back to play it the next day, because my, my, my initial comments in our uh, E3 Day 1 thing were from like watching about 30 seconds. It's, it definitely doesn't look too bad. When over the course of the entire demo, but definitely get slow at points. But so, so something that people have to keep in mind is that this is pre-alpha code. Even, even Sonic Generations had a really shitty frame rate at E3 compared to what we ended up with. That's very true. So it gets better as they as, as they make the game, and it doesn't come out till next year anyway. So, so did Sonic O Six compared to E3? Did Sonic O Six improve from E3? Well, no, it never uh, got any. In <laughs> fact, I think the demo, I think the E3 demo was an improvement over the full, the full game. Yeah, the E3 demo actually tripped me. I'm pissed off about that. <laughs> I remember you used to talk about it pretty highly when they, before it came out. Fuck Sonic 06. Fuck it hard up the ass. <laughs> Very angry about it. Um, so now that we, I guess, I'm have sure, we just... Disc- I almost dropped Sega over that game. <laughs> Yeah, have you? Uh, have you? Uh, now that we discussed uh, all the Sega E3 games, or did we miss anything? That's pretty much uh, all of it. That's everything. Um, yeah. We could talk. Uh, from Sega. Go on. I was gonna say, yeah, we're gonna do the besides Sega, but I kind of we're already kind of running it. We try to keep it under an hour, and we're already over it. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you guys questions at E3. That way, it'd be a little bit quicker. Um, all right. If you had to list five games that you liked at E3, you had to rank them from best to worst, including Sega? Ah, shit. Including, okay, now never mind. Let's not include Sega because it would be all Sega games, and we all yeah, know we like Sega games. Um, which, wh- what would the games be? Uh, best was probably Mario Kart 8. I was really surprised with it. It's the best graphics out of, out yeah. of any of the Wii U games out so far. And running at 60 frames per second, and I think possibly 1080p. I'm not sure, 100% sure, but it was it looked really good. I mean, the characters looked like they came out of a CGI cartoon. Uh, the most disappointing was probably Crimson Dragon because I was expecting a uh, another uh, Panzer we're not Dragon. Talking about, we're not talking about we're not talking about the bad ones yet. That's the next one. So that was your first your, your best game. Uh, that okay, was not well, Sega. this will take a while. But I guess the best, and then the middle, and then worst. How's that? Okay, three. Well, we'll do three. I'll just talk about whatever games that come to mind because I don't think this is gonna work. All yeah, right. um, the fiddle was probably Knack for the PS4. Okay. Which was a pretty, which was all right. I mean, it didn't, it wasn't it was spectacular okay. or anything, but it, I like the the CGI animation look to it. I'm probably gonna still buy it at launch. I I, 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 pre, I pre-ordered I it. I pre-ordered it with Knack on Amazon. So. Yeah, I did pre-order a PlayStation 4 today. Anyone who's expecting a really, really creative, innovative. Studio Japan kind of games and kind of disappointing, but if you don't mind, get the fun. Mark Kearney worked on. Mark Kearney worked on Sonic the Hedgehog two, and that's the best game ever made. Well, yeah, it plays. It's it's pretty basic, but the other the other like I said, the most disappointing is probably not the worst, but the most disappointing was uh, Crimson Dragon because I was expecting another like Panzer Dragon style game because it's made by the same guys. But the what problem is, what was wrong with when it? you play when you play Panzer Dragon, you're steering the dragon and aiming with that, with that little you know reticule, and then lining up a bunch at once, and then uh, shooting them all out. 
And this does the same, but the aiming reticule is now on the right an uh, analog stick, and you're steering the dragon with the left. And it's like, what do they call that? Patting your head and rubbing your belly at the same time or whatever? It's, I can do that. I'm doing that right now. Did you ask? Well, nice. did you, but did you, anyway, it, it feels awkward doing that. Plus, the aiming is uh, a little uh, a little too uh, hard to control on, on the stick. Okay. So it just felt it just felt very awkward. Did you ask? I mean, the, maybe that's something that could be adjusted. I don't know. Did you ask the guys at Microsoft if they're going to have a controller option or if they're going to they're going to let you switch it? No. The problem was the fact that only the controller option was available. Can I just talk about Crimson Dragon? Because I need to get this off my shit off my chest. Goddamn. Off your shit. Go for it. Off your Stop shit. Crimson <laughs> Dragon. That's, sorry. Um. Uh, well, a year ago at uh, PAX East, I, it was on the Connect. It was on the Xbox 360. It was a lot of fun. You know, it for, you know it, it worked well on the Connect. It wasn't like it, it was slower than Panzer Dragoon Orta. You know, slower than Panzer Dragoon game. But if you're gonna make a game like this on the Connect, it's gonna be slower. And for all intents and purposes, it worked and it was fun. Now, now at, at E3. The game is different. It's on the Xbox One. It's on a controller, and the control is now shit because they didn't change a fucking goddamn thing when they moved it over. So it's still slow and sluggish. Only now, because you're using an actual controller, it feels awkward as shit and slow as shit. And all that nimble agility from the Panzer Dragoon games—it's just gone. I mean, you think. Oh my god, they're putting it on a controller. That should make it even better, but it doesn't. It makes it worse. Makes it shit, because this was made for a completely different control scheme. And thankfully, it's still going to work on the Kinect, but the fact that they even made it work, work on, a, uh, on a controller, and that's how they decided to present it to the E3, just pisses me the fuck off. I, I'm not even like a big fan of the Kinect, but it's pretty clear that this was not made for a standard controller, and it shows in how shitty the game plays. And what really sucks is this is probably how the majority of the people who buy this game are going to choose to play it. Yeah, they didn't have any Kinect games on the show floor that I if saw. You if you don't want to play this game on the Kinect, then just don't buy it. I love just how they have this. I love how they have this. Go ahead. If you're a big Panzer Dragoon fan like I am, you're going to be disappointed and maybe a little pissed off. If you have a Kinect and you don't mind playing on the Kinect, then, you should, then I recommend you pick it up so long as you didn't fuck that up when they moved it over to Xbox One. Now I'm done. <laughs> okay. Um, <sighs> I was, uh, was going to say, um, what do you think? I mean, when they had cut, did he show you cutscenes of the game when you guys played it? Uh, there were cutscenes. It looked, it looked and sounded just like a Panzer Dragoon game. This guy clearly really wants to make another Panzer Dragoon game. <laughs> and Microsoft Even like, clearly no, wants to let him. Then why don't they go to Sega and say, hey, we want to we do what Nintendo did and get in, get your IP and give it to this guy. Come on. Let's so they do that. Really, and like Crimson Dragon? And let's make it ground up with a controller in mind. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. So so the, the they had the same like German like gibberish talk I guess the ma made up language or whatever. Uh, they didn't talk. They didn't talk. But you know like in Panzer Dragoon you lock on the things you shoot your laser and the laser hits. That, yeah. That 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 sound was rich right from Panzer Dragoon Orta. It sounds exactly the same. Like every sound I could hear in the game it sounded like a Panzer Dragoon game. The music, the sound effects. I didn't hear much talking. 
but uh, it, it sounded like one. It looked did he, like what, one did too. Did he talk I'm English or did he talk English or just there, different language? I don't remember hearing any language at all, but um, I don't believe. I didn't well, hear I don't anything believe, uh, because the headphones didn't work for me for some reason, it, and it was I, the same I, headphones. I don't believe that um, that uh, the the uh, original Pax East demo of the Xbox 360 version even had voice to dialogue. I think it was just a uh, text. So, I, mean, I I don't even know if this game's going to have voice dialogue. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, well, that was just my question because um, there's been a story that was just released a little bit ago about the director wanting to make an RPG if the game does well. Yeah. You think it's going to do well? Uh, uh, probably not. You think he should have probably mean, just made the RPG? Well, look at it this way. At least you can rent it first I, to see if it ends up better. <laughs> we well, originally weren't going to get that option. Well, uh, I think this is a digital-only title anyway, so I don't, I don't know if that's going to be an option. Oh. <laughs> so, the original Dragon for the 360 was digital-only, so I don't know if they changed that. Well, if it's digital-only, there'll be a demo, right? If it's arcade, then yeah, there would be. Well, there would be a demo, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there should be a demo. Yeah, so you will know. That's one thing I love about it. Um, but I should probably talk about my positive experiences with E3. Okay, t- tell me your th- <laughs> tell me three games. I will say I love right. the new play. Okay, well, uh, three great games. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I I did spend most of my time at, at the Nintendo booth when I wasn't excited because of the Bayonetta two and Lost World and stuff, but. I love Super Mario 3D Land World, Super Mario 3D World. It's, uh, me and Shane's got to play some multiplayer on that shit, and it was fun. Um, we, had, we were coming in with pretty low expectations on that one. So oh, God, yes. I was talking smack about that while I was playing Sonic Lost World. And cause, like, Mario 3D World was right across from Lost World, so I was like, yeah, <laughs> piece of crap. <laughs> but uh, it was, I didn't say piece of crap for the record, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, it surprised me. Surprised both of us. And um, I also got to play Dragon Crown, which I played for the, this little, this little uh, crown they're giving out. Um, that's also a lot of fun. It's uh, from the people who made uh, Muramasa and Odin Sphere, except it's multiplayer. And it plays a lot like uh, um, a, a, a 3D beat em up. You know, I mean, oh, sorry, a, a 2D, a side scrolling beat em up. Like With people who are anatomically incorrect as much as possible. Yes, yes. Uh, there is this one lady that's very. And, and they are all very anatomically incorrect, but well, yeah, the witch, the witch has huge, the witch has huge boobs. There's a, there's a Do barbarian they girl who has a huge ass and a giant thighs, <laughs> and then there's this dwarf. I don't care about that. There's this dwarf who sh- who's like three feet tall but shaped like the Hulk. <laughs> so yeah. it's just, They're it's not... just regular. It's just crazy. It's and very it's 90s. exclusive, by the way, and it, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, George, we got, we got to play some of this shit. What, uh, what console is uh, um, Dragon Crown coming for? PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita. Unfortunately, there's no cross-buy, so I'm going I'm to have to choose my console. I, I usually buy my games for the Vita because I prefer handheld gaming, but I don't know, this game would be damn gorgeous on next DCV. you got to get it to <laughs> PS3 because that's what I'm... Uh, let's see. Continuing, continuing with the Sony theme, I also played Tearaway, which the demo was fun, but this isn't really the kind of game I think works well at E3. 
I kind of wish I'd played that one. I did get to play the Batman uh, Blackgate for Vita, and that was really awesome. Is it just the port of uh, Origins? No, no, no. It's a side-scroller. Oh, okay. It's a completely different game. That sounds pretty good. And, of course, in order to get my next-generation fix, I also played this weird evolution game where you played, like, a snake thing, and it didn't make much sense to me. It was an indie title. Oh, and we also got to play Max, that, which you've all already heard my... Uh, my, my impressions on oh, that. As far as indie titles, I got to play Octodad, which which is you're playing as an I octopus. That. that one was fun. That's pretty hilarious. All right, so so we're gonna close. Oh, oh, well, as Knuckles. I was about oh. to play Ducktales. That that game is hard as shit. That thing just <laughs> kept kicking my ass. <laughs> that, that that definitely has not changed much from the NES version. Please, man. <laughs> it looks really gorgeous. I wish they made more 2D games that use hand-drawn graphics. All right. Uh, well, we're kind of running a little late, so we're going to close it up by talking. I just want you also, guys to do a... Uh, Halo is part of all this shit. This is from a Halo fan, so don't bother with a twin-stick shooter on a touchscreen. Sorry, <laughs> I was going to ask, uh, what were your impressions uh, about the... The Xbox One, the play, uh, like, who do you think had the best lineup of all three consoles? I, I'm assuming it's gonna be Nintendo because uh, Nintendo's already had a year to, you know, like the first year so far has been kind of rocky well, for the Wii U. I give Nintendo the nod right now, but um, as far as the other two go, yeah, uh, let's just talk about it because they're coming out at the same time. This is probably more fair. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I did prefer. Uh, which we call it? Uh, we use a uh, lineup right now, but on the on, on the other two, they're both kind of meh, you know, yeah. for the first year. If you had to get get one, if you had to have one, which one made you go? I have to have that. Well, uh, <laughs> PlayStation Four because of all the originally because of all the Xbox DRM crap, but now that yeah. that's kind of out of the if way. If this DRM thing had been knocked out before E3, uh, I, I probably would have had a bit more interest in the Xbox One lineup out, outside of Crimson Dragon. As far as exclusives go, the, neither one is uh, wowing me. I think that's the third party's... Yeah. The third part, uh, with, for third party support, I think it's still going to be PS4 for me. I think the... I'm getting the PS4 mainly for Infamous... Uh, second son i think i yeah, really like the first two you know it's funny though i didn't care that much for the first two but the trailer really sold me on that game have you played the second one unfortunately yeah, yeah i played the second the... one i actually like the first one more than the second one. Oh, really uh, i really <laughs> like the second one i enjoyed it what happened um part part of the problem is a lot of the bigger games are being shown behind closed doors and we, we and we couldn't be ours to sit in line for them and a lot of them, like Killzone and uh, and uh, uh, Infamous, weren't even playable. You yeah. just went in there and saw a presentation. One thing so. I said uh, I really liked about the Sony booth is that it not only was it very large, they gave equal space to PS4, PS3, and Vita, and they had a whole bunch of mascots all over the place, like it was Disneyland over there. I think a they lot had, of like, people... they had like ten mascots. I swear to God, at the Sony area. <laughs> Meanwhile. Well, the uh, Xbox booth was, for some reason, smaller, really, really cramped. They tried to get as many kiosks as they could in there, but everybody was cramped up. And then the 360 games, they're barely noticeable. We're in just this tiny little corner, and you had to just shimmy to get in and look at a game. I mean, we actually got and stuck. It was Diablo, which was boring. 
Yeah, we actually got stuck looking at Diablo 3 and we couldn't get, get out because there's this uh, big guy who was working on the game that was kind of in the in the way, but he, he had a hard time getting around too. Well, I actually find the Diablo 2 interesting because when I was younger, I used to really like playing on the PS2 Champions of Norrith. I don't think it was boring. I think the problem is that's a game where you have to sit down and play for a long time to appreciate, not just play for 10 minutes to see if oh, it's any yeah. good or not. You I can't agree. really judge it like that. I agree. I um, yeah. Nah. Okay, so you. So what <laughs> about you, Knuckles? Knuckles, you usually buy all the consoles on launch. Are you going to buy the PS4 and the I, Xbox I'm One? All the this year. I'm buying all the consoles Now that that DRM nonsense is out of the way, I am getting both consoles, but neither of them... Not neither of them really. Not, not even like blew me away. It's like the, I, I there nothing there really impressed me, which kind of yeah. impressed me a little. The most impressive <laughs> stuff is coming out in 2014. That's the part of the problem. Well, I think yeah, it's the same I mean, thing uh, with the PS3. Like when the PS3 was announced, I wasn't really blown away. I thought Resistance looked okay, but I thought like Halo was looking better. The uh, Halo 3, or I don't know what, because it came out a year after the 360. Yeah, so I this, think Call of Duty and Battlefield 2 are gonna kill Killzone <laughs> by quite a bit. Uh, Battlefield 4. Yeah, everything I've seen of Killzone is just again. Eh. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, Killzone. Uh, kill like, like as far as games, I didn't actually get to see, uh, but I got by. I got to see like trailers of from the E3 show. The Xbox, uh, um, that game from Insomniac looks interesting. It did look interesting. Like, if those were in graphics, and that is the NES and really beautiful stuff right there. That thing, game. Yeah, I was. I was telling. Uh, I was saying on the forum. I think uh, the problem with Microsoft is they're not transparent enough. They just give you the information that looks good, and then they turn around and be all like, yeah. "Oh, it's not even the." It's yeah. We told you in your. Yeah, before family sharing got killed, we all thought it was going to be full games. You know that you could share among ten people. Ends up they're one hour. They were going to be one hour demos. That I you mean, can save your progress. Basically, the exact Xbox same as PS3 has. <laughs> I think that yeah. I think that I think that what sounded good about that though was that every game was going to have it because Microsoft. It was like a rule with Microsoft, I guess, that every game was going to let you play for an hour. The PS3, the selection is kind of bad, to be honest. Uh, the the ch- time trials or whatever they call them. Not almost. There's not that many games you, they have it, and. Uh, I don't know. I think it should be. I think we shouldn't even have demos for full games on digital. They should just let you play for an hour, and if you want to buy it, buy it. Yeah, and that's, then, I think but, I agree with that. I mean, that's how way it is with arcade. You have to, they have to give you a trial version for every arcade game. So that makes sense. As far as, I'm um, oh, sorry, as far as the controllers go, guns, then, go ahead. Guns in my head. Uh, if I had to pick a console, it'd be the PS4 because. It actually has some games like that look fun, like uh, Mac and Octodad and the Xbox 360 Killer Instinct. Uh, uh, what do you think about Rise? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? What do you think about Rise? Did you get to play that or did you get to Rise? see a gameplay? Yeah. I oh, did right. see the gameplay. It looks pretty, but man, it's all quick time events. Really? Quick time events. That's what I was uh, really scared uh, of. Yeah. I mean, th- it could be that they just picked quick time events because. Uh, that's just what looks nice in the trailer, so we'll see. Okay. But then, as far as what I actually got to play on the show floor, Sony by a mile. So of course, to be fair, for the Xbox One, I pretty much just played Crimson Dragon. Okay. <laughs> so, I played Crimson Dragon in a golf fair. game, and that was it. And I mean, the controller I, feels like a third-party 
360 controller that doesn't feel as nice well, okay. as the well, this is what I'm gonna 360 ask, itself. To close out the video, I'm going to ask you a, a feature of each console, and I'm going to ask you which feature you prefer. So I think it would be more interesting to close it. Uh, sharing okay. or TV content? Like the OS? Sh oh, sh sharing by, by far. Okay, you not the, uh, the, Do you mean like the YouTube video thing? Yeah. The way Sony's yeah. doing it and promoting it. The way it's, everything's all... You know how Sony has this whole social thing? I don't know if you've seen the video for their uh, main menu. It's more about what your friends are posting than it is about your content, it seems. That's what they're promoting. The, yeah, I mean, it's, it makes it kind of more like a social thing, like a Facebook type of thing almost. Yeah. So Plus, you, uh, being able to, to uh, record your footage and put it directly on YouTube or whatever is great for, like, less, Let's Plays or if you have to make game reviews in the future, like if some Sega games comes out yeah, and you want to do that, that's going to be a great advantage. I think the PS, I think the Xbox but, um, actually does it too, but like they're doing it differently the way it all is. I think you, yeah, I think just, one's doing it too, but in a different way, yeah. Yeah, but all right, so we got that. Uh, which controller you prefer the better, the three? Uh, PS4, I mean, the four or the one? You go and ask. I mean, answer. The PS4, uh, PS4 has a much fatter handles than the old PS3. It doesn't feel as doesn't cramp your thumb as bad. Um, the uh, the LNR. L2, R2 buttons are now concave and way up here, and they feel much more comfortable. It's a way better controller all around than the DualShock. Better than uh, the 360? Yes, more because of that. No, not as good as the 360 the controller. Pad. I think that's the most comfortable, probably the most comfortable controller of all time is the 360. Although uh, um, the Pro Controller on uh, Wii U is actually really, really good too. But the uh, like I said, the... Um, Xbox One one kind of feels like the 360 one, but a little cheaper. Like it felt, I don't know, it felt hollow and light. It could be that it just didn't have rumble and it was wired. But it felt like a third-party controller of the 360. What about you, Knuckles? Which one do you prefer? I don't know why the Um, uh, Honestly, um, fuck them both. I just want to play games. But if you had to pick, if I have to pick, um, it's, I, I'm not really into the whole social thing, but honestly, it's just as far as utilitarian purposes goes. And definitely the PS4 sharing, because you can take video, you can take screenshots, you can share them, you can put them up on the Sega website, and you can stream. We could actually stream content for like, I don't know, a contest or something to our YouTube channel. And that all sounds very, very useful. Unfortunately, yeah. it's only going to work with PS4 games, as far as I know. And Sega doesn't have any PS4 games being made right now. So, yeah, well, I will say it does look like there's a possibility for PS3 backwards compatibility with that Gaikai cloud thing. They're thinking of, of uh, putting uh, PS3 games in there. Well, you're going to have good, you have to have good internet. Connection do cloud. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm oh, saying. But, uh, so, uh, okay, that's your first. First question. What's your next question? Oh, you already asked that. about the controller. You didn't answer the con controller. Oh, right? the, the controller. PS4 because uh, it's more comfortable than the Xbox One and the touchpad. I like the touchpad. That has potential. And it's even you can click there it down. There's nothing we saw on the show floor that actually used it though. Yeah, but it has potential. I love potential. Okay, the of next. Course, the third Sorry, go one. On. Uh, we next 2.0 will also be part of the controller so we'll see how that goes okay the next <laughs> question is uh what do you uh which of the consoles look did you prefer uh the, the design uh, the design of the console 4. 
Is it yeah, smaller? PS, PS, yeah, PS4. It's smaller. It has that cool kind of slant look to it, like it's this, uh, like it's almost crooked or something. They almost look a little bit alike, but uh, Xbox is quite a bit larger. It's about as large as the PlayStation box. as my old PlayStation 3 here in front of me. <coughs> okay. Oh, well, that was what you thought it was going to be. I, I actually got some pictures of it with of it next to my uh, Game Gear. <laughs> wow, you had your Game Gear you know, on hand? Yeah, so somebody was like, oh my god, is that a Game Gear? Yes, it is. <laughs> That's awesome. Someone actually recognized it and was happy to see it and said, yeah, I was all into the Game Gear back then. All my friends were Game Boy people. Like, no, the Game Gear is better because it has color and fast screen. And you completely right, by the way. Fuck the Game Boy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I will um, say those who are worried, the Xbox One is just a little bit bigger than the 360, so it's not that big of a deal. And only a little less powerful than the PS4. It's supposed <laughs> to be, uh, well, if rumor is correct or what they're saying, it's going to ha- it's gonna use three gigabytes for the OS. That's a lot of gigabytes taken up of the RAM. And I think the rumor is, because yeah. Sony hasn't talked about it, but they're saying that the, that the PS3, I mean, PS4 is going to take up one gigabyte. So you have better quality RAM, and mm. then you have two more gigabytes extra for developers. I think it's going to start adding up, like, yeah. in two years. I, well, I, I, I think it's probably going to be, like, the PS3 versus PS3. Yeah, I think you're going to see where, a situation where you might see some games with a better frame rate on PS4 versus 360, kind of like how it is with the 360 versus PS4 now, where the 360 games but you know what? sometimes are a little better. situations where the 360 version looks better, than the, the, that the one version looks better than the PS4 version, like... Uh, what also happened happened this generation of games like Bayonetta. <laughs> well, that's that's because the PS3 was hard to develop for, and that was a mistake that they apologized in the future. Yeah, they they ported Bayonetta to it for PS3 to some outside source, and they did uh, a good job. Other games, did but the cell is also like very that. hard to develop for. I think that's the advantage the PS4 Dying is going to have over three. By a yeah, because it's yeah. it's it's basically a PC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're both pretty much PCs now, but yeah, hopefully the. Uh, the PS4 is going to, you know, be very developer-friendly. I imagine... Have we heard anything about that? Uh, developer-friendly? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I know it's indie-friendly because Microsoft hates indie. Well, I, they're using they're using more PC parts, like off the shelf, like almost off the shelf PC parts, because they say it's cheaper to manufacture a console. So they all these parts are already like mass production, so they're way cheaper instead of going with like a cell processor that nobody uses. Plus, uh, you don't have to have a camera attachment for the PS4, so that's that's. I was gonna say that next. Right do you guys uh, do you guys uh, prefer the motion that the? Okay, because right now, we I mean Wii U is no, not I mean, motion, a... and neither is PlayStation. The only one that's pushing it and forcing you to be in in you know motion is, I mean, uh, Xbox One, and like you guys said, there wasn't that many demos of games for the Connect. And it's kind of like, what the hell's the point of you guys charging us the extra hundred dollars for Connect when you guys don't even you guys well, don't even have games to fucking sell me? It. Connect is a very hard thing to demo because it needs a lot of room. But do they have a lot of connections? Um, and so, it, and so it, uh, I didn't see, I didn't see any Connect games, but I know Crimson Dragon has Connect functionality, so other games probably have Connect functionality too. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's a thing where you can like. It'll, Every game will have either a controller option or a connect option. Oh, that or be at least connect functionality. Well, there'll probably be some where you have to have connect, like uh, one of those Just Dance type games. Yeah. Um, uh, the, I think the last. 
What was your question exactly? Oh, the if you uh, prefer uh, Sony and Wii's or uh, Nintendo's uh, new stance, like they're moving away from motion control, like uh, or uh, do you prefer uh, that uh, Microsoft is trying to you know bring still do motion? I've always enjoyed motion control, so so long as Connect 2.0 works, I'm I, I'll be happy to see it. I'll be happy to use it. I have a little cramped room I got on all my video game consoles in, so it's not going to work too good for me. Yeah, but uh, I have I have a big living room, so it'll work great for me. Okay, last last question before we uh, stop the podcast and we uh, we leave and go to sleep or something. Um, which first yeah. parties? Which first parties do you uh, do you like better? Nintendo versus Sony versus uh, Microsoft. Like overall, yeah. Overall, if you had to pick it, if you had to tell somebody, oh, I like these guys better. Who? Nintendo, Sony is really, 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 really winning me over with all their awesome indie titles. But I just, I'm saying first party, only. first party, Galaxy. First party, first party. I'm a Nintendo man. I got to go with that. <laughs> I mean, but so. Sony's second second place really is definitely well. Sony. I, I mean, I, uh, Xbox has some good stuff with Halo and Gears, but, but I always oh, preferred yeah. the Ratchet and Clanks and uh, and some of the other ones. And there you As have. everyone should know, I am a huge Halo fan, but for me, Microsoft doesn't really have much no, beyond knuckles. Halo. So. <laughs> Don't you think it's a little yeah. generic, though, to like Halo? Well, that'd be quiet here. Okay. I'll put some context into that Halo comment real quick. I've been uh, I've been trolling Knuckles and saying that uh, Halo is the most generic game I've ever played in my life. Anyway, I have gone. been very with him because he passed me up late at night when that when he made <laughs> that comment, and I had to comment and post, and then he then he replied and it was just whole vicious cycle. And now I'm just ignoring it. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, but uh, Sony probably may very well become my favorite first-party developer of this generation if they keep doing what they're doing, which is creating very creative games and really focusing on indie development and stuff like Octodad and um, Journey and Flower. And, uh, okay, this technically is an indie, but it looks like an indie title, uh, Tearaway, you know, stuff like that. So, but at the moment, Nintendo, Nintendo still has. All right, then. So, uh, that's actually the last bit of it. Uh, if anything you guys want to say, goodbye. Uh, that's... I love you. Thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. We'll see you guys probably, I don't know, maybe we'll do a regular with Barry and me next week. Maybe the week after. I don't know. I'll have to talk to Barry about it. But, well, I guess we'll see you on the next episode. All righty. I'll see you later. I'll see you at Sonic Top if you listen. I don't blame you if you don't because you don't have George and Barry on that. <laughs> Who knows? If you guys invite me and Barry as guests, we'll show up and we'll, we'll talk well, about you know, our careers. We've been trying to diversify our guests. We've got uh, Savannah Jocelyn and Mizard Hogg from Sonic Stadium lined up for the next two shows. But we'll see about you. We'll see if you want soon enough. Speaking yes. of Sonic news, um, what do you think about this whole uh, possible Sonic Boom cartoon by the My Little Pony? People? I think well, that's a really terrible idea. From, about it. Okay, for one, considering its source, it's probably not real. You know, okay, yeah, no, 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 Knuckles. No, no, yeah. we're, we're at the end of the podcast. No more. If you guys want to hear Sonic Boom talk, Sonic talk, but, subscribe. Yeah, to yeah this, is going, this is going on too long. Yeah. My Little Pony people from one dude. 
who wrote like five episodes. So that's my little pony people. Okay, now I'm done. Okay. If you guys want to hear more Sonic Talk with these guys, you guys should uh, follow the Sonic Talk podcast. It's actually very good, and they have actually really good guests on, which I, I wish I could put more effort into getting for the show. But uh, all right, I'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Bye. See you later.